you for tuning in to this power-packed podcast by David Oyemere. Are you ready to take giant strides in your walk to success? Do you think you can achieve more within a shorter period? Well then, you're in the right place. This is Success Catalyst. We bring you word-based principles and practical wisdom needed to supercharge your growth and accelerate your success than you ever thought possible. If this is your first time joining us, kindly subscribe and hit the notification bell to receive updates when a new video is uploaded. Today on Success Catalyst, it's time to accelerate. Welcome to the Success Catalyst podcast. My name is David Oyeleye. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. God bless you. The flower fades, the grass withers, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And every week I'm always excited to share God's word and wisdom with you. And today I believe what I'm going to share with you is going to bring tremendous blessing to you. And today I want to teach an important uh, subject, <laughs> a very funny subject, uh, but very important for everyone. And it's what I've tied to that. Do you want to be successful? Then learn to mind your business. Do you want to be successful? Then learn to mind your business. You see, um, we need to understand that the Lord has instructed us to do something. The Lord has given us a walk. The Lord has given us a business. The Lord has given us instructions, both general instructions and specific instructions for our lives. And today I want to share something very important today with us that I believe that if we learn how to apply it to our life, we'll become more successful. Even if you are successful right now, if you learn how to mind your own business, I believe you're going to record more success in your life. And we're going to take a hand of scripture from First Thessalonians, First Thessalonians uh, chapter 4 verse 7 to to 11. But before we read the scripture today, I want to ask you a question. Wouldn't it be great if everybody, especially Christians, you know, learn how to mind their business? Would it not be great if we do what we are supposed to do? Would it not be great if there were no many busy bodies, you know, in the body of Christ? People are so concerned without the affairs of other people and not concerned about their own life. No, there are some people who are more concerned about the affairs of other people than they are even with their own lives. And the Bible tells us in the book of First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 10 to 11. I'm going to read in the New Living Translation and I'm going to read in the um, Message Version and also in the Passion Translation. So we're going to read in three versions. It says in verse 11, it says, Make it your goal to live a quiet life, minding your own business and working with your hand just as we instru- instructed you before. Then people who are not believers will respect the way you live and you will not need to depend on others. You know, the Bible tells us that we should make it our goal to live a quiet life, to live a peaceful life, to live a honorable life. And it says, minding your own business. So one of the ways we can live that quiet life is to mind our own business. I want us to read that scripture in other version. Let's read it in the message translation. Let's see how it put it. Uh, we are reading First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 11 Okay, it says stay calm 
the message translation, uh, translation says, stay calm, stay calm, mind your own business, do your own job. You have heard all this from us before, but a reminder never halts. The Bible tells us to stay calm. The Bible asks us to, you see, the, the, the word of God is an instruction manual. It's an instruction manual for a success, for a glorious life. And if we learn how to pay attention to what the word of God has said, we will record more success with our life. He says, stay calm, mind your own business, do your own job. You've heard all this from us before, but a reminder never halts. So I, what I'm sharing with us now is like a remember of what is written. It's like a remember of what is written. You see, I've discovered that most busybodies are critical in nature. In fact, why is God asking us to mind our business? Why is God asking us to mind our business? Because this attitude destroys focus. This attitude destroys the work of the Lord. We neglect our own affairs, worrying about others. We don't manage with the things that God has committed into our, into our care. But we have the time to, you know... To, to, to criticize other people, to talk about other people, to run other people down and all of that. Some people are even taking it as a ministry, as a goal, as a purpose to criticize other people. You see, when we look at the life, uh, the history and the life of Jesus, the early life and even his adult life, we notice one thing, that Jesus that we read about in the Bible was a very focused man. For instance, we read in the book of Luke chapter 4, uh, Luke chapter 2 verse 49 rather, the Bible says that at the age of 12, Jesus declared that he must be about his father's business. In Luke chapter 19 verse 10, he said, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which is lost. And so many and so many and so many like that. You see, Jesus didn't have time because he was too busy minding his own business. He said many people who don't, who don't mind their business, they are not too busy with their own business. And it's, 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 it's a proof that they are not in business. We need to learn how to mind our business. And I feel that this is, this is an instructional teaching for a lot of people. This is an instructional teaching. And not only that, we need to understand that it's a command of God that we sometimes act as if we are we haven't read. I don't think people actually read the scripture because if we have read this Bible verse, it we actually should have regulated the way we lead our lives. So it's a command of God. It's a command of God to mind our business. And we need to understand that sin is violation of God's law. Sin is violation of God's law. So God is telling us, the scriptures in the New Testament, that we need to learn how to mind our business. The text says that you also aspire to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business, and to work with your own hands as we have commanded you. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 11. So the Bible tells us to mind our business. The Bible tells us to mind our business. And I, like I've said, I've said a sin is a violation of God's law. When, God, uh, when, when Paul was writing the letter you know, to Thessalonian church, Paul stated that there were some in the church. He was writing to the church. He said there were some in the church who were busy. But if I let's see that in, uh, I think we can see that in 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 11 there about. Let's check if it's the post. Let me try to read it in NLT first. Second Thessalonians theory, verse 11. Say, Yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to walk 
and meddling in other people's business. He said, We have heard that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to walk and meddling in other people's business. And that's destructive. In the message translation, he says, And now we are getting reports that a bunch of lazy good for nothings are taking advantage of you. You see that? He said, This must not be tolerated. That is it. Is it lazy for good nothing people? They are the ones that will go about meddling with other people's business. Now, what does the word busybody mean? A busybody is one who is not busied in his own business, but over busied in that of others. And the Bible tells us in the book of Second uh, Thessalonians chapter three, verse six to fifteen, that if this if if this kind of person does not cease his practice the bible tells us to withdraw fellowship from them that tells us how serious being a busybody in other words minding the business of other people can be god says such a one is disorderly it is disorderly to be meddling with the affairs of other people meddling with the affairs of other people god says we should withdraw fellowship from such people in uh, in First Timothy chapter five, verse uh, thirty, Paul rebukes those who are hiding, wandering from house to house, you know, telling things that they should not. He calls them gossips and busybody. Now, check out people who gossip about life. They are not making progress. In fact, they don't have all work. It also tells us in First Peter chapter four, verse fifteen. See, there are a lot of scriptures on this subject, especially in the New Testament, on how the believer is supposed to conduct him or herself. Peter wrote to us that we should not suffer as a busybody in other people's matter. Let's read that in. Uh, let's read that in message. Uh, let me read that in uh, in the Passion translation. First Peter, First Peter four verse. Uh, I'm gonna read that in uh, in the Passion translation. First Peter four verse uh, fifteen. Verse fifteen. Glory to God. He said, Let none of you merit suffering as a murderer or thief or criminal or as one who meddles in the affairs of others. You see, there are a lot of scriptures on this particular. In fact, when I was studying about this, I thought there are just one or two scriptures about this in First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11, and that's it. But when I began to study and I found that there are so many scriptures on this subject. And many of us are guilty about this. In our conversation, quite often, we are always talking about other people, the things that they have, the things that they do, the money that they have, the way they spend their money. What is your business with the way someone else spends their money? You know, what they buy, what they think about all the time. Things that are personal to other people. Some even thinking on themselves to meddle by thinking they must tell others exactly what they think about their clothes, about their weight, about their hair, about the handle their children, about the handle their money. You know, the Bible tells us not to meddle in the affairs, in the business of other people. Because the Bible knows that the more we mind our business, the more we are going to be successful in our business. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 22 verse 29, it says, He it says, says that a man who is diligent in his business. This is the kind of mind that we stand before kings and ordinary people. You have to deal, you have to be diligent in your own business. You have to mind your own business. And there is no way we can be diligent in something if we don't mind it, if we don't focus on it, if we don't prioritize it. There are only 24 hours in a day, 365 days in a year, where do people get the time to meddle with other people's businesses? Even in family relationship, parents meddle with business of their children, 
This is the way you should run your family. This is the way you should do it with your husband. This is the way you should treat your children. No. Why is it that some parents even feel that they need to hold the reins on their adult children and meddle in their affairs? The Bible tells us that it is wrong. Same with some church preachers, with some pastors. You know, some people have, have actually given themselves a ministry that, the, 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 that uh, their role now is the right to mind the business of some of the members of the church where they preach. No, no. We are not to teach people on how to handle the affairs of their life. We need to mind our own business. We need to be careful of the street. I'm just charging us today to learn to mind our own business. And the social media has not even helped in this our age. One thing somebody is writing about one thing, somebody is mentioning the names of one person, another person is coming. People that in real life you really will not even have contact with them. You will never have the privilege to speak with them for just a second. And you can just run your dirty mouth out there on social media and just begin to say all kinds of things about them. It's not necessary. So let's go back to scriptures. Learning to mind your own business. What is not your business? Please don't put your matter. And not this is not just an advice coming from me. It's coming from the scriptures. Because we will find ourselves in the, in the, in the other side. At the extreme side. So that is very, very important. We need to mind our business. I, I, I think it's, it's just so, so very simple, you know, that we need to mind our business. So though our text is very, very simple, but it is easy to violate. It's a test that we can obey. So we need to obey this text. Now, let, let, let me ask you some, some, some questions. Before we get to carried away, you know, asking questions, telling that we know or passing advice to let us ask ourselves the following question, you first need to ask yourself, when they bring a matter to you, have you heard what this person did? You ask yourself, is this really any of my business? What does this has to do with me? How does this help me to grow spiritually? How uh, is this helping me become a better person? Is it drawing me closer to my goal? Am I becoming successful through this? Is it, so have you heard about this person? Have you read this news? Have you seen this? Have you done this? Have you? No, 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 no. Is this really any of my business? Have I been invited to speak into this matter? Is it before you speak, you should be invited to speak. What, what, what is my business with this? Now, another thing I want us to understand today is the fact that there is a lot that is actually industrious. There is a lot of harm that is industrious. When we don't learn how to focus on our own lives, when we don't learn how to, how to focus on our own lives, it actually destroys our life, meddling with the, with the affairs of other people. Now, let's read the scripture in verse I think First Peter chapter three. This is just a short uh, chat for us today. First Peter, uh, let's go to First Peter. I think it should be in chapter three, verse uh, ten thereabout. All right, all right. That's 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 cool. It, it, it says that. Look at what the Bible tells us here. Okay, uh, let's start from verse eight. He said, "Now this is the goal: to live in harmony with one another and demonstrate affectionate love, sympathy, and kindness toward all the believers. Let humility describe who you are, as you dearly love one another. Never retaliate when someone treats you wrongly, nor insult those who insult you, but instead respond by speaking a blessing over them, because a blessing is what God promised to give you. Look at that." Look at that. Never retaliate when someone treats you wrongly. That's the word. 
That's the word. Never retaliate when someone treats you wrongly. That's the that's the word of God guiding our guiding our actions. And sometimes when we default, we need to go back to the word and see how the word of God asks us to conduct ourselves. Because the word of God doesn't just tell us about the realities that we have in Christ Jesus. It doesn't just tell us about the blessing that God has promised us. The word of God also teaches us how to conduct our life, how to talk in the public, how to behave ourselves. The, the, the Bible says that the man of God will be perfect. The word of God is for correction. Is for reproof in righteousness. He says, never retaliate when someone treats you wrongly. So it means that when I retaliate, I'm going against the scriptures. I'm going against the word of God. I'm going against the wisdom of God. I'm going against the law of God. And sin is the violation of the law of God. He said, never retaliate when someone treats you wrongly. Nor insult those who insult you. Is it one of the ways we know that someone is insulting us? It's even because we are focused on them. It's because we are we are, we we are concerned about what they say about us. We shouldn't be concerned about what people say about us. What God has said about us is enough. We are not here to please people. We are here to please God. We are here to obey God. Say, boy, instead respond by speaking a blessing over them. You see, this is only easy. When you learn to mind your business. If you don't learn to mind your business, there is no way you have the power to speak a blessing over someone who is insulting you, who is cursing you, saying all kinds of things about you, the media. He says, speaking a blessing over them. Because a blessing is what God promised to give you. For the scriptures tells us, whoever wants to embrace true life. He said, now listen, this is a powerful scripture. He said, for the scripture tells us, whoever wants to embrace true life, I think in the King James, he said, whoever wants to see good days or something. He said, whoever wants to embrace true life and find beauty in each day. This is, this is extremely powerful. He said, whoever, whoever wants to embrace true life and find beauty in each day. He didn't start to say speaking tongues. Pray. No, it says, must stop, must, must stop speaking evil. Artful words and never deceiving what they say. Always turn from what is wrong and cultivate what is good. Eagerly pursue peace in every relationship, making it your prize. <laughs> Glory to God. For the eyes of the Lord Yahweh rest upon the godly and his heart responds to their prayers. But he turns his back on those who practice evil. You see that? It says, whoever wants to embrace true life. Whoever wants to see good days, find beauty in each day. Must stop speaking evil, artful words, insulting people, and never deceiving what they say. Always turn from what is wrong and cultivate what is good. Eagerly pursue peace in every relationship, making it your prize. Uh, let me read it in the message translation. I, I, I love the scripture. Glory to God. See, the word of God tells us how to conduct our lives. Hallelujah. It tells how to, it tells us how to conduct our life. Now let's look at the scripture in First Peter. Uh First Peter chapter 3, verse 10. In the message translation. Let's see how it put it. Let's see how it put it. That's beautiful by the passion translation. That's beautiful. Look at it. This is very direct. This is this is beautiful. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. From verse 8. It says, summing up, be agreeable, be sympathetic. Be loving, be compassionate, be humble. That goes for all of you. No exceptions. 
no retaliation, no sharp tongue sarcasm. It's the bless. That's your job. Glory to God. Bless. That's your job. To bless. You will be a blessing and also get a blessing. This is, this is extremely instructive. The Bible tells us that there is no exception, no retaliation, no sharp tongue sarcasm. Instead, bless. That's your job. To bless. You will be a blessing and also get a blessing. Whoever wants to embrace life and see the day fill up with good. <laughs> Glory to God. He said, here is what you do. Say nothing evil or hurtful. Snub evil and cultivate good. Run after peace for all your worth. God looks on all this with approval, listening and responding well to what he says. But he turns his back on those who do evil things. Hallelujah. That's the word of God to us today. That's the word of God to us today. In our conversation, let's learn how to lead a quiet life. In our relationships, let's learn how to lead a a quiet life. Be careful of extremes. Learn to focus on your business. Learn to mind your business. The Bible tells us that, says that a man diligent in his business. Diligent in his business. We need to be diligent in our business. Just the same way Jesus, you know, Jesus actually focused on his father's business. Made his father's business his own business and that was in minded. That is that was what was in his mind. You know, to mind something means to concentrate on something. So the Bible tells that to be carnally minded is there to be spiritually minded, is life and peace. He didn't say tended to, he said he is there. To be spiritually minded, to be carnally minded. Because the quality of your mindedness determines the quality of your spirituality. It's not the size of your Bible, it's not how frequent you are in church. No, it's not the number of scriptures that you can quote offhand. It's the quality of your mindedness. You set your things, set your priorities on the things that are above, not on earthly things, not on carnal things. Setting our affections and and, 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 and our, our mind on heavenly things, godly things. Hallelujah. And like I've said today, it's a command that we sometimes act as if we have not read about. Let's look in some other scriptures before we close today. There are certain verses in the Bible that the Bible tells us, you know, about minding our business. The Bible tells us we shouldn't meddle in other people's business, but to worry about our own life. Your own life is enough for you to worry about. You don't have a car. You're talking about people that have a car. You don't have a private jet. You're talking about people that have a private jet. You know, there are a lot of troubles in your life already that you need to focus on. You shouldn't have the time talking about other people. Have you heard about that? Have you heard about it? You're pastoring a church that is not even up to 20 people. You're talking about a pastor that's pastoring a church of over 100,000 people. And that's why have you noticed people who are focused, people who know what God has called them to do. They don't busy themselves talking about others, abusing others, running others down. Now let's look at our scripture in Proverbs 26 verse 17. Let's look at Proverbs 26. Um, Proverbs 26 verse uh, Hallelujah I hope you are blessed by this Proverbs 26 Let's quickly go to Proverbs 26 Verse uh, 17 I guess 17 Let's read from verse 17 It says you grab a mad dog by the ears When you boot into a quarrel That's none of your business uh, uh, this version says, uh, interfering in someone else's argument is as foolish as yanking as a dog's hairs. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. 
uh, there's other scripture here. It says, First Peter 4 verse 15 to 16 says, If you suffer, however, it must not be for modesty in making trouble or prying into other people's affairs. But it is no shame to suffer for being a Christian. We need to praise God for the privilege of being called by his name. But not because of this. Not because of this. And in Exodus chapter 23 verse 1 to 2, the Bible tells us not to pass false rumors. You must not cooperate with evil people by lying on the witness stand. You must not follow the crowd in doing wrong. The Bible tells us in Philippians chapter 4 verse 8, it says, Finally, brothers, whatsoever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, is to think about these things. Think about these things. And even in Proverbs 20 verse 3, the Bible tells us that it is an honor for a person to cease from strife, but every Full quarrels cease from strife, cease from strife. And I think in Proverbs 26, verse 20, there about the Bible tells us that where there is no wood, a fire goes out, and where there is no gossip, contention ceases. Like charcoal is to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious person to kindle strife. See, a contentious person we kindle strife. So let's stop all of this nonsense. Let's learn to mind our business. And I believe that if you learn to mind your business, you become more successful in your business. I believe you have been blessed. I wanted to share this with other people. Tell them why they need to mind their business. Till I come your way next week, keep winning. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Success Catalyst. And we hope it was a blessing to you. Kindly tune in again, same time, next week. If you have any comments, testimonies, and want to partner with DOTM Global, Visit us online at www.dotmglobal.com.ng or comment on our Instagram page at Success Catalyst TV. If you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. We also encourage you to practice as you learn. This podcast was made possible by friends and partners of David O'Leary Teaching Institute. Keep winning. Come